Well, some of the crowd are on the pitch. It is Sunday, March 19th, 2017. This is Gary. This is Josh. Let's talk soccer. All right, we are going to break our normal flow for a couple of minutes just to congratulate Atlanta United on their first home win of the season. We were at the game yesterday, so this is their second win in a row. They're currently 2-1. and one. They lost their first home match to kick off the franchise's history. Um, they won last weekend at Minnesota United, another expansion team, 6-1. And they beat Chicago Fire yesterday on Saturday, 4-0. Just a blowout. Yeah, it's nice to see like a team that's so new just sort of gel together and just be amazing. What, what I think saw in the game was um, a lot of possession. They actually had 81% possession (laughs) yesterday. Um, A lot of possession, which Tata Martino, ex-Barcelona manager, you would sort of expect a lot of passing and a lot of possession. Um, Able to switch fields nicely. And they just, they had confidence. They had swag. And you could tell. It showed. Um, Went up 1-0 on what turned out to be an own goal in the fourth minute. Um, although Atlanta did everything right to create that scenario, just so happened that the goalkeeper sort of redirected the ball a little bit, but I think it probably would have been a goal maybe anyway. Um, Joseph Martinez gets a goal in the 60th minute. Hector Villalba gets one in the 67th. And then Joseph Martinez again in the 82nd. So Martinez gets a brace. He has five goals. In three games, he is the, right now, currently in this young season, the leading goal scorer, and Atlanta United is um, is the team with the most goals scored yes. thus far in this early season. So congratulations to them. What a, a great feeling uh, to watch this team go out and play. We were there live for it yesterday, as were 45,000 other fans. Um, and congratulations. We are so happy yes. for you guys. And so you'll be seeing some posts on our Instagram at let's talk soccer, uh, regarding them. We try to be relatively unbiased, but, um, as everyone out there knows, when you've got a club that you support, especially if, uh, you live in the city where your club is located, kind of hard not to be a bit passionate and a bit biased. So, um, congratulations, to them, and so occasionally you will see some posts on our Instagram account at Let's Talk Soccer regarding um, Atlanta United, and certainly we will be. It will sway a little more in the favorable um, fan esque sort of uh, uh, position, but um, I'm sure you guys will forgive us for that. Speaking of, thank you for all of the followers, all of the activity we've had on Instagram. We are well over 13,000 followers strong now. Let's make that push to 15K, guys. We can do it. Tell your friends about it. If you haven't subscribed yet and you're thinking about it, or follow, not even a subscribe, just a follow, please do it. Um, you know, we uh, if there are other soccer-related uh, Instagram accounts out there, 
We'd love to do a little cross promotion, DM us, you know, contact us. And we're doing that with a couple others right now. And, you know, uh, we don't consider it to be competition. We think that, um, you know, the more promotion we can give each other, the better. So please let us know if, uh, if there's the opportunity to do that. Now let's get back to our regular format and take a look at the Premier League. So, um, a lot of action this weekend. Yes. All teams were playing, and so let's go ahead and just get into it. Um, the biggest surprise, but not the biggest surprise, sort of sorry, not sorry with this one, is Arsenal loses 3-1 to West Brom. So, Newtster, congratulations, my friend. Um, we're happy for you. Uh, not necessarily happy that Arsenal lost, but but we have a new friend um, on Instagram, and we're happy for him and his team. Um, Vanger. He has to go. Has to go. I don't see in any other club, any other sport for that matter, um, I don't know how you keep a manager. I mean, their record over the past nine matches or so is just, and this is in all competitions, just terrible. Yeah, and I mean, we've we had some comments recently discussing this, and yep. someone commented that they should get rid of 10 out of their 11 starting players. <laughs> that's right. Completely wipe the team clean because that's a lot easier than just replacing one manager. So, yes. you know, if if Wenger isn't replaced now, at least by the end of the season, if they want to just write it out, but he isn't replaced at this point in time, then they're never going to get rid of him. Yes, he will be there until he dies. Yeah, I mean, it's... Uh, I personally think, and Arsenal is not necessarily my club, uh, but I think for what's in the best interest of the club and the fans, I, I think you have to make a change. Yeah. Um, it's a lot harder to replace, you know, half a team, or in this guy's case, uh, 10 elevenths of a team um, than it is one manager. So he's not getting the job done. For them, he's just not. The team doesn't seem like they want to play for him. Um, you know, I mean, he's had chances upon chances to turn things around, and he hasn't. So I think we're both in agreement of uh, Wenger's got to go. Yes. All right. All right, then. So um, West Brom beats Arsenal 3-1. Next up, West Ham 2, Leicester City 3. Three, Leicester City starting to make a, a bit of a bounce back. Maybe that managerial change, just like what happened in Swansea, um, <clears throat> maybe a little bit of a fire yeah. under the Foxes. Definitely. All right. Um, Sunderland nil, Burnley nil. Not a huge surprise here. <laughs> Literally nothing happened. No. Uh, Chelsea beats Stoke 1-2. to two. Um, Chelsea with a late goal to go ahead and get another... Three points. They're just unstoppable at this yeah, point. Pretty much won the league. It's just going to be a matter of time till it's confirmed and it's not possible for any other team to win. I mean, something just completely drastic would have to happen for them to to fall out of first place right now. I just think that um, – and they just look so solid. They just find ways to win and different people are scoring for them. Diego Costa has not been playing well. Um, Hazard didn't start yesterday. Um, so for those of you in fantasy Premier League um, who had Hazard on your team, that was a bit of a blind side. So um, hopefully you guys will rebound from that. Everton 4, speaking of teams that have rebounded quite nicely and are in good form, Everton 4, whole nil. It's just domination. Lukaku's yeah. amazing. Yeah, he came out 
a few days ago saying he's one of the best strikers in the Premier League with and without question. I mean, he is he's backing it up and he's he's been solid all season. Yes, he has. And a brace for him and he's just been playing amazing. Yeah. Crystal Palace won, Watford nil. Uh, not too big of a surprise here, just yeah. a typical 1-0 win. And uh, Bournemouth 2, Swansea nil. So Bournemouth are actually pushing to top of the, uh, well, at least top 10. Mm-hmm. Um, and they're in 11th right now. And, I mean, they're doing pretty decent for yeah. Bournemouth standard. Not a great performance by Sigurdsson, who we had in our midfield for our fantasy team, which we will talk about in just a few minutes. Let's go ahead then and move to today's matches. Um, we had three. Yes. Middlesbrough go down in terms of meaning they lose to Man U one to three. Uh, I mean, I think we all expected this to happen. Uh, Man U are in control of the game basically the whole time. Yeah, Middlesbrough is really starting to struggle. Man U seemed to be pulling it together fairly well. They had a good win during the week for Europa League, and it looks like they're making a run at that. And if they do win Europa League, then they get an automatic bid into Champions League. So um, I would imagine that uh, Zlatan would go nowhere this summer if they do get into a Champions League spot. Yes. Spurs 2 Southampton won. Speaking of teams that find a way to win, Spurs do. Yeah, it was, it was pretty close. Well, actually, no. It was very, very one-sided in the first half. And then uh, Southampton score early. It's looking like a comeback could happen, and then nothing happens. Yeah, yeah. We just ran out of time. And the final match of the day, and a lot of action in this match, um, Man City won, Liverpool won. So we get a draw, but... A hard-fought game and a pretty exciting match to watch. Yeah, there was a lot of chances in this game, especially for Man City. Ugh, too many. Yeah, um, they could have put away about four. Both teams had opportunities to convert, and they didn't. But, yeah, City definitely had, you know, Sterling had a chance or two that he should have put away. So, um, sometimes the ball just doesn't fall where you want it to go. So, let's go ahead and take a look at the table right now. So, we have... Kind of like last week, we've got teams who have played a various amount of matches, anywhere between 27 and 29 matches. So a lot still left to be determined. But Josh, why don't you uh, take us through what we have right now? Right. So Chelsea, uh, they have 69 points and they are number one. No one's going to catch them, guaranteed. Yeah. Second place, 10 points down from Chelsea are Spurs, uh, two points behind them, and third are Man City, and one point behind them is Liverpool. So between four and two, it's only a three-point gap. So yeah. It's very uh, close. You know, the interesting thing here is that Liverpool has now played 29 matches, and the first three teams have only played 28. Yes. So they, in theory, could distance themselves a little bit more once they get even on matches played. Yes. Okay. Fifth place, moving up, Manchester United. They are away from home at sixth place. And they have... Two games in hand over Liverpool, so they've only played 27 so far. Yeah, so, I mean, potential for something happening. Yeah. Sixth place, moving down our Arsenal. Ugh. That's just disgusting. Yep. Uh, seventh place, Everton. They are very good. Holding they're, strong. They're only one goal difference behind Arsenal, and they are same points. Yep. Eighth, West Brom. Ninth, Stoke. Tenth, Southampton. Eleventh, Bournemouth. Twelfth, West Ham. Thirteenth. Burnley, 14th Watford, 15th Leicester, 16th Crystal Palace, 17th Swansea, 18th Hull, 19th Middlesbrough, 
and 20th, Sunderland. Swansea are getting a little dangerously close again here to that relegation zone. So they're three points out. They have 27 and Hull in 18th place has 24. Uh, Sunderland's sort of been the, the basement dweller for most of the season. And Middlesbrough had a good start to the season and then just things are, are falling apart just a little bit. And in fact, they also sacked their manager uh, this week. Yes. So we'll see if that, like it has for a couple other teams, maybe lights a bit of a fire and gets things going. Let's take a look then at, um, we've got a bit of an international break. So yes. we don't pick up until two weekends from now. So April 1st, um, will be the next set of matches right now. So let's go ahead through these kind of quickly and we'll make our predictions. Good match here. Liverpool-Everton. Maryside Derby. Um, I'm actually a little bit of a surprise. I think Everton's going to win 2-1. You know, I don't doubt that given Liverpool's performance against teams outside of the top three or four or so. Um, I'll say another draw. I think they're going to have two draws in a row and we'll say 2-2. Okay. Burnley Spurs. It has to be Spurs. Yeah. I think it'll be 3 1 Spurs. I was going to say the same exact thing. Chelsea Crystal Palace. <laughs> Chelsea are probably going to win. I think it's going to be a bit closer because they they don't seem to <clears throat> blow out teams very often, like later at least. Yeah. And I think they're going to win 2 1. You know, if Diego Costa can find his form again, they could blow out teams again. I'm going to go ahead and say 3 0 to the future title holders. Um, Hull, West Ham. Hmm. I think West Ham will win 2-0. I'll say 1-0 to the Hammers. Leicester City and Stoke. I think I think Leicester will win. I think it will be 2-1. And they've won their last four matches under their new manager. And I think they'll continue it. Yeah, they have a bit to prove here. So I agree. I think they'll take it 2-1. Man U, West Brom. I think it's going to be way too close, even though it probably shouldn't be. And I think Van U are going to only win one nil. I think West Brom are going to have a bit of a hangover. Well, it's two weeks out, but I still think that, um, you know, um, sorry, Newtster, but they did play a little bit above themselves this weekend, yes. um, beating Arsenal, and I, I don't think that's going to hold. I think Man U win this 2-0. Okay. Watford, Sunderland. Mm, 1-1 draw. Okay. And the last match on Saturday, April 1st, Southampton and Bournemouth. Uh, hmm. I think the South, the Southampton, uh, Southampton will win 2-1. I'm going to say a nil-nil draw here. And then we have two matches on Sunday, April 2nd. First up is Swansea-Middlesbrough. Definitely the, uh, the game of the weekend. Uh, I think... I think since Middlesbrough is playing a bit of a, well, definitely a lower level team, I think they are going to pull out a victory 1-0. You know, this is, um, both of these teams have to fight very, very hard um, to just either get themselves out of or keep themselves out of the relegation zone. Um, I actually think it might be quite an interesting match to watch. I think Swansea are going to squeak by 2-1 here. And then last up, match of the weekend, Arsenal-Man City. Now, um, when it comes to predictions, 
big matches always get super hype. Yeah. And they usually fall flat on their face. This is true. And I think it's going to happen again. And it also seems like every time I predict the draw, one goal more, it either is one goal less. Uh huh. So I'm going to go with 1-1, one, one, but I'm secretly thinking it's going to be 2-2. Two, two. <sighs> Not so secret. Um... Boy, Arsenal really have to win this, and this is not the type of opponent that you want to be facing um, when you're, you know, when your manager is fighting for his life. Uh, be interesting. They've got two weeks off. It'll be interesting to see if maybe if Arsenal are going to make a change in managers. This is the time to do it. Yes. You've got two weeks to sort of get things together a little bit. So this will be interesting to watch. Um, I think it's going to be a draw as well. Um, and it will be unsatisfying for both Arsenal fans and Miss Man City fans. And I'll say I'll say two two. Okay. Unsecretly. We should also mention that there are still a lot of matches to be confirmed. I'll go ahead very quickly through those and let you know what they are. Arsenal versus Leicester City. Arsenal versus Sunderland. Chelsea versus Southampton. Chelsea and Watford. Crystal Palace versus Spurs. Leicester City versus Spurs. Man City versus Man U. Man City versus West Brom. Middlesbrough versus Sunderland. Southampton versus Arsenal. And Southampton versus Man United. So that's why we have tum- some teams have played 27, some 28, and some 29 matches. All right, let's go ahead and shift gears over to Fantasy Premier League. And before we do, we should say that we might change the format of this. Um, podcast a bit and have a a much larger focus on fantasy. Clearly, that's what people want to discuss and what they like to see on our Instagram account. Um, so we may back off altogether on the real matches and just go 100% or maybe 99% fantasy. Leave a little wiggle room there. But, you know, we plan to do um, some live Instagram while we're recording this podcast so that people can ask questions directly there and we can go ahead and answer live um, at the same time and record it so that if you miss the live Instagram, you can hear the audio. Um, so I think it'll be kind of cool. We're going interactive yes, we is are. what we're doing. All right. So speaking of fantasy, we right now, and we're recording this fairly early on Sunday, so the Man City um, – Liverpool match just ended, so there may be some bonus points left to give. But There's definitely not going to be bonus points for us. For not us. for us. Yeah, Sané and Mane did not play well. All right, so we're sitting on 75 points. Right now, the average is 31, and the high is 120. Josh, why don't you tell the folks out there what we got? Okay, so <coughs> in net, uh, Arter Boric of Bournemouth. He got six points. That's pretty good. Nice. Clean sheet. Yes. Seamus Coleman also had a clean sheet and got a six. Gary Cahill didn't get a clean sheet but scored, so that's eight for him. Yes, sir. And then also Valencia. He scored but didn't keep a clean sheet, so that's eight. And he made team of the week. Yes. So our defense averaged seven each. That's not too bad. Yeah, maybe even a touch higher. Yes. Uh, Sigurdsson got us two. Uh, Yeah. Terrible. Our midfield let us down. Yes. Sané got us two. Yeah. Mane got us one. Mm-hmm. Deliali, the only good one, got a seven. Yep. Uh, Pedro got us two, and Costa got us one. Up top, so we got Costa and Lukaku. Yes. And Lukaku got us 32. Right. That's so very good. He was our captain. He also made team of the week. 
Um, so, you know, we get double points for captain. So for anyone who didn't captain him but has him on their team, you got 16 points from Lukaku. Oh, speaking of team of the week, here's who we have, at least so far. I can't imagine that anyone from the Man City-Liverpool match will make this team, but, but maybe they will. Top player is Dawson. With 17 points. All right, in goal, we've got Pickford with 10. Dawson, as we mentioned, 17. Sacco, 9. Tompkins, 8. So two Crystal Palace defenders. And then, as we mentioned, Antonio Valencia with 8 points. So that rounds out our back line. In midfield, we've got three players. Lanzini with 10. Willian with 10. A beautiful free kick and a goal scored on that. And Alexis Sanchez with 9 points, who is also, it seems, injured. Let's see why. Ankle injury. All right. Um, up top, three forwards. Lukaku with 16, Afobe with 12, and Jamie Vardy, who has had a bit of a resurgence in there with, with 11 points. Our Let's Talk Soccer Fantasy League is still going strong. We've got well, well over 400 participants, so thank you all who did sign up. Let's go ahead and do our top 10, and there's been quite a, um, a change-up in the top 10 here. Yes. All right, you take it. Okay, so in first place, with 744 total points, is WCW. Tidy darts, where'd you go? Oh, he somehow, he's gone missing at sea. Okay. Um, he's probably, yeah, I don't know where My, I have faith in him. He'll, he'll come yeah. back. All right. He'll definitely. Number, okay. Number two, Viper's Venom. Number three, Super Rock City. Number four, Josephine Scriber. Number five, Driggs FC. Uh, one trophy? Yeah. Okay. I guess. Uh, the Golden Snitch in sixth. Hmm. Seventh, Nazer Spurs. Eighth, Mika Terragarian. <laughs> Terragarian. <laughs> Uh, ninth, the Cayute Kid. He is the most legendary person in this entire thing with yep. his name. And tenth, Tidy Darts. Yeah, so a, a big drop for Tidy Darts, but um, I think he's luring everyone into a false sense of security, and then he's going to pounce back. He seems like a smart guy. Yes. So, um, again... Thanks to everyone who joined. You still can join. We always put it in the notes of this podcast. If you want to go in, the, we tell you the name of the league to look for. It's easy to remember. It's Let's Talk Soccer. And the code to join is also in there. We always do before we wrap up. Let's go through the Foothead Team of the Week. This is for Week 26. Josh, take it away. Okay. So they're playing a 3-5-2. The front two are a Cardi of Inter. And David Villa. David Villa. Still around. Yes, he is. Yep. Um, The midfield. Memphis makes it in. He's been playing for Lyon. Uh, Benega. He also plays for Inter, and he's also Argentine, same as Icardi. Yeah, nice. Sort of interesting there. Uh, Zagoev of CSK Moscow. Yeah. Emre Chan. Mm -hmm. Or Can or Chan. This guy named Enon. He plays for Galatasaray. Uh, The back three. Benacia, he plays for Juventus. Perrin plays for St. Etienne. And this guy named Yale, he plays for uh, Lyon. And in between the sticks, this guy named Quellar, he plays for... Probably Quayar. Quayar. Good thing that your seven years of Spanish has paid off. Yeah, uh, he plays for Sporting Gijon. 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 Okay. 
And then something really important and cool to us, at least, in the on the bench for the FUT team of the week is Joseph Martinez, striker for Atlanta United. So, it's pretty cool stuff. Yes, amazing. I wonder if he even knows. He's got to know. Yes. Somebody must have told him. Uh, 93 pace, which, uh, no joke, this guy is fast. He's small, but man, he's fast. I think we're a little disappointed in the 82 shooting. Yes. um, Given that he's got five goals in two games. Um, But we'll take it. We'll take him being placed on this team. So that is great stuff. Congratulations, Joseph. All right, guys, that is going to do it this week. Remember, we are going to switch. Switch our format just a bit, go much heavier, uh, much more in-depth on fantasy. We'll do live Instagram, so look for that. We'll announce it on Instagram before. You can always communicate with us on Instagram. Just look for Let's Talk Soccer. Please, if you haven't already, follow us on Instagram and subscribe to this podcast. We love you to listen, but we also love those downloads, so keep those coming. If you have already subscribed... Tell your friends because sharing is caring. Yes, it is. All right, guys, have a fantastic week, and we will talk to you next weekend. Peace. Peace.